Hey, what's up? This is Mark Lopes from Metal Church of Rasta Boss Band. Let us pray. And you'll listen to Aftershocks TV. And for, don't forget to keep it fucking metal. Yeah. All right, so just to finish up now, Tom, let's go ahead. Since we're on the whole topic of documentaries and, and mm. films and stuff, uh, I, w- I was thinking that we could wrap this up about talking about our favorite and our least favorite films about music or documentaries or so forth, whatever it is. You know, obviously, mm. I guess I've, I live for the, you know, I, I, like I said, I used to just go really to the record store. And I remember when I lived in LA, there was Amoeba Records there. Right. I would really just go to the DVD section and look for documentaries that had to do with rock or metal. And I'd buy them. Even if I didn't know much about them, I'd read a little bit about it. Okay, this looks pretty cool. Boom. Yeah. I, w- I would spend the money. And this is before streaming and stuff. So um, so I have a lot, and I've just been watching docs for so many of them over the years. So there's a lot of really, there's, I mean, most of them are, I, I find pretty entertaining, but there's some that I'm like, Ooh, this shouldn't have been done, you know, or I definitely <laughs> wish I didn't watch just some of them. So let's talk about some of our, our favorite and least favorite ones. Why don't you start us off with yours? Tom? Yeah. I, some of the favorites. I mean, I, I could only pick a handful because there's so many out there. I mean, I couldn't even, as, as I'm thinking, as I'm talking to you right now and remember one I didn't put in there, but just a couple of the best ones that I remember really getting into is the rush one. They released a couple of years ago, uh, beyond the lighted stage. I thought that, that was thing great. was, that was, was- incredible. Is that the one? Uh, sorry, Don, to cut you off. Is that the one where they they had it was like the live show with it? Yeah, then, it was. Right? Okay, yeah, and, yeah, that was, yeah. It, it, they had they had the Canadian. What was the guy? Oh shoot, um, I can picture his face right now. The Canadian rock guy, the doc, doc, oh, the doc I, guy, it, Sam Dunn. Sam Dunn. Yeah, Sam Dunn. That's it. I think Sam Dunn did that. So that he was did, good. He did work on that. Yes, he did. He did. Let's go back to '73. Obviously, Led Zeppelin. You know, song remains the same, which mm. was oh, yeah. kind of a documentary mm-hmm. biopic. All LSD messed up, whatever. Um, the Maiden one, the 666. Sam Dumb did that. You're right. That's right. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. There's a recent one. Obviously, I'm a big Thin Lizzy and Phil Lynott song. Uh, one. He did one recently um, called Songs for a While I'm Away. It's actually on Prime, Amazon Prime. Songs oh, okay. for a While I'm Away. That's a new one released. That was a great one. Um, and there was one that's, which is music related, uh, which was squaring the circle from the hypnosis, the... Um, the, the company that used to create all the album covers, the famous album covers, they were around from 68 to about 83. And they did a lot of Zeppelin. They did Pink, the Dark Side of the Moon, um, Technical Ecstasy, Sabbath, uh, Pink Fly, T-Rex, Yes, Rainbow, Led Zeppelin. So that's a great one called Squaring. It's on Netflix. Um, okay. And they talk about, not about necessarily the bands, but they talk about the album covers and the where the inspiration came oh, from. Uh, that was um, um, that was an awesome. Actually, one of the last ones they did was "Bent Out of Shape" by Rainbow, nineteen eighty three. Just an FYI, but squaring the circle, hypnosis, and what they'll do is they'll end up showing like Yes covers or Tangerine Dream, all those bands, and you go, "Holy shit!" I didn't know data that. Their their um, T Rex is another one. Their their repertoire of what they did is unbelievable. So that was one of my. Um, just a handful of my best ones. There's so many more I could go on all day. But and one of the worst ones, I'll just finish on that one. You over to you, Matt. Was that Metallica? Some kind of monster. I just hate those kind of. Oh uh, yeah, you know I forgot about that. That's oh. I'm, I'm, yeah. That one probably should. You know, I know they they they're happy they did it. Are they really happy? Because I I really think that. 
didn't do them any favors. Not that they need any favors. They're still eating Metallica. You know what I mean? But, it was like a, it was like a Facebook. It was like get, let's get it all out there and tell everybody how fucked up we are. Yes. How rich and fa- how how many millions of dollars we have, but we're so unhappy. We're There's so, so much strife in the band. We're this and yeah, I know. It's, yeah. it was really yeah. like with Headfield complaining that he's this famous guy. Well, you said you're addicted to fame. So I mean, what, what's your but why? Why would you? Why would you tell every? That's like that's like putting your bullshit. That's like putting. That's like me putting my personal I shitty know. day on Facebook as the equivalent of a modern day social media, looking for attention, trying to be something that they're not, and it was utter nonsense. Sorry, you rich millionaire. I'm so sorry for your troubles today. Come on, I know. nobody. I, I, they they didn't. I mean, this is not yeah. happening for me. I, I yeah. There's just a lot they've done that's really, I think, it's, at least in my mind, has just ruined certain things mm. the way I look at them. You know, and that's, I agree, that movie was not a good one. It was a disaster. Yeah. Anyway, Matt, tell me about some of your your favorites. See, what are they missing here? Yeah, well, for, well you know, you brought up like, with the Maiden stuff, I was going to bring up Sam Dunn, the Banger films, when he did the Metal of Headbangers Journey, he did the mm. Metal Evolution and Glory. That Metal Evolution, that's the one. I couldn't think of that one. Yeah. Yeah. That was a great I one. I mean, Sam Dunn's phenomenal. I mean, he's done everything. Like, he's done, like you said, the Rush, the Rush one, the six six six. I mm. made and all. Of, I think every film that he has done has been done. No pun intended. A bang up job, you know. Banger films, you know. And I, and I think Martin Popoff is part of that whole banger films thing too, as well. But um, yeah, Sam Dunn, man. I mean, I I really wish he. I mean, I guess what else can he do? You know, it's like he's done all those. You know. Because I, I always wanted to see like something, especially that Metal Evolution. I mm. love that thing because it's like I always wanted to see me too something like someone do something like that, you know. And yeah, I love it. that. And he, and I love that he had all the 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 trees of each genre and subgenre. I just thought that's it was right. So well done. He would be somebody. I don't know if he's a, if he's we can. He I'd love to just get him on as an interview. Well, that would be so great to connect with him. Yeah, and and, and he had he had our boy Bob Dalbanian was actually in in uh, metal. Uh, I think he was in Metal Headbangers Journey, not the Evolution. Okay. One of them. He was okay. one of them. Bob. He did yep. a little. I remember a little snippet on there when I first saw it. I and Sam loves a lot of the extreme metal. He likes a lot of the extreme and brutal death as well. He, he loves does. that shit because I've seen yeah. some of his YouTube stuff on his albums of the year. He was looking at Goat Horror and all that kind of shit. Going, oh yep. my god, you know. Yeah. So, um, which are also great band by the way. Yes. Um, but um. Yeah, they're in, they're insane. But uh, tell me one of the other ones that you've got in there, man. Yeah, so just to go through some uh, that I that I I really enjoyed. I know this is one that not a lot of people have seen uh, at all. It's very I've been pretty lucky to have seen it because I did. It was the last time I had seen Bob. We watched it together. Even mm. We had seen it before, but there's an Armored Saint documentary that's been you know it's. it's I have not it's seen done. that. Well, it's not out. Oh, it's not uh, out. Okay, no, okay. it's not out, and that's the thing. We we you know he had obviously you know Bob was in it pretty pretty heavily. And um, so he actually had the you know the link for it or whatever it was the the preview for it. And mm. I'm sitting here because that was I saw it last year, a little over a year ago, and it's like it's still not out. It's a great you're gonna you're gonna everyone's gonna love it. I thought it was f- fantastic. Yeah, I'd like so to see that. I can't wait for that to come out for everyone to see. That's a great uh, documentary. I love the Dio documentary. I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, I don't know if you ever seen that one. That was great. Yeah, it's a good uh, one. A couple of the beat ones. I, I I liked the Anvil one. You know, I liked the Anvil doc because it was. Yeah, it was the lovable losers. Even though I can't stand, you know, lips anymore. He's just he got too into politics. He's a big mouth. Sure. At the time, I thought it was great. I think obviously it, it, you know, put them right back on the map to being able to tour and and have a career in music and actually make a living doing it. Uh, I thought that was a really cool doc to to do with them. 
Um, just a little some underground stuff. The New York Hardcore Chronicles. I'm a New York mm-hmm. Hardcore fan. I love that. There's also a great if you if you don't like hardcore, it's called The Godfathers of Hardcore. It's on the band Agnostic Front. Yeah, phenomenal. I know phenomenal. Agnostic. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, there was another one I loved. It's called The Color of Noise. This was a different one. Uh, it was on a guy named Tom Hazel uh, Hazelmeyer, who owned this record label called in the nineties. It was more of a noise rock alternative label called Amphetamine Reptile Records. It was a small mm. label out of Minneapolis. So, you know, it's just something in the middle of, you know, Minneapolis where you don't see, you know, labels popping up in the Midwest like that. No. Mm-hmm. Great story on them. They put out bands like Helmet and the Melvins and stuff like that. Right. Uh, just a cool story on that label and that guy. I love that one. That was a cool one. And and just one one or two more here. I should say two. They're, they're connected. Decline of Western Civilization. Part yeah, two. right. Great one. I mean, part two is great, but even part one, you know, I, I mean, part two probably is is probably more. I think that's a little more popular because it was about metal and the hair scene and everything. But part one was great too. I, I, I wasn't into those bands, the punk bands. I'm not like a, a huge punk rock guy from that nope. time, like like the Germs and stuff. I'm not into those bands, but I do like the band Fear. That's a that's a really good, I think, mm. punk band. And that's just a great documentary, though. I mean, just both of those docs, I just thought, are, are fantastic. I know they did a third one. And, and I, I watched a little bit of it. It wasn't, wasn't very good. Uh, part three. Okay. It, was, it, it happened in the 90s, I believe, or early 2000s. And, you know, it, it was... It, by then, music just wasn't the same. You know what I mean? In terms of being part of, of the culture and everything. So it mm-hmm. didn't really have as much, I think, relevance as those other two did because those other two were really show, you know, showcasing the youth and what you know what musicians were becoming and obviously yeah so anyway decline of western civilization part one and two you can do their classics obviously nice in yeah of, in terms of ones i don't like i agree with you on some kind of monster absolutely yeah. there's a couple one one was this, uh, a documentary called last days here and it was about the band pentagram now i'm a i'm a fan of music from pentagram mm-hmm. okay and actually the film itself is it, it's it's a good film but all you can help, and it's hard, I don't want to necessarily give it away, but the only, so it was basically done, though, by a fan of the band. This guy is a huge fan. He was from Baltimore. He's a huge fan of Pentagram. Mm-hmm. And so the story is, you know, I don't know if you know the story much of Pentagram. No, nope, I don't. Okay. They were originally, I believe, signed or going to be signed by Gene Simmons back in early 70s. They, they started out in the late 60s. They, they were like a, like a Black Sabbath type of band. Mm-hmm. They started out in around 68 or 9. Really good band. They played that kind of style, right? And they were in the 70s, and they were really making a name for themselves here underground. I think he did a tryout. They did a tryout for Gene Simmons, and I forget which label it was going to be. I don't know if it was Casablanca, but it was it was a, it was a good sized label. And the guy, the singer Bobby Lee, he just you know his head was up his ass. He was you know <laughs> thought he was the shit or whatever. He went in and and I you know they did some showcase or they did some sort of you know rehearsal or something for the label. And he basically told one of the guys to fuck off or something, and they didn't get a deal. Oh. And a lot of the guys, the rest of the band, was so pissed off because they were good. They really were a good band. And he fucked up the deal. And so they stuck together during the 70s. Didn't really, I think, put out a lot, but they started putting out stuff in the 80s when it was just, I think, the singer Bobby Liebling. And he just had a revolving door of musicians over the years. Some mm. of the guys from Raven, not, not obviously the Gallagher's, but uh, Joel, I think Hasselvander is his name. Sure. He's been in a bunch of stuff. And really some good records, but this guy is just such a... So in the movie, he's basically... Here he is in his 50s, and he's completely hooked on crack and, and heroin oh. and everything. 
and he lives in his basement with his parents. His parents are like in their eighties or you know whatever it is. They're oh, you know, really old, and he's you know he starts off with he's all fucked up you know in the movie and then he's just documenting stuff and then I guess throughout the movie he gets clean a little bit he gives up whatever but he gets arrested and then he winds up impregnating like a twenty something year old girl I mean dude it's a it's a trippy movie. Mm. But I just looked at this guy and being like, dude, why did why did you make a movie? This guy's an asshole. Like, like I like Pentagram's music, but Bobby Lee, yeah. he just got a, he just got arrested a few, about a handful of years ago for hitting his mom, dude. His elderly something, eighty something year old mom. He punched her. So I, I refuse to give this guy like I'll never go see him or nothing because he's just a, he's a no, guy. absolutely not. So we're yeah. recommending everybody don't do it. Don't so don't, don't even watch the movie. Don't even watch it. Just don't do it. The guys are we're shitting on so, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Another one I don't really like is As the Palace is Burned, the Lemon Guy one with Randy Bly. Oh, I've seen it that. It's all yes. about Randy Bly, and he got arrested. And another right. guy who I'm not a fan of. Um, yeah. There he is right there. He's, he's you know, in my... Uh... I know he's right there. I know you're a fan. I'm not a fan of him. I've seen him not live. Huge. I'm not a, I've seen him, I've seen yeah. him live. They're aggressive, and they, they're punchy and whatever. Yeah. I'm not an uber fan. Think about Lamb of God is music-wise. It's just starting to sound the same. They need to, they need is, to do they, something. They, they're not that good. I don't care what anyone says. Yep. They're not that yep. good. I thought they were okay back in the day. They're, they're parent terrorists, sort of influenced, mm. but they haven't done anything different. Exactly. Everything sounds the same. Two other ones, not a fan of. Um, there was a New York Hardcore documentary called New York Hardcore, the documentary. It came out four years after it was filmed. I was actually at one of the shows that was, they were filming for, for one of the bands. Mm. And it was four years. By the time it came out, these bands, a lot of them were broken up already. And it took four years, and it just wasn't very good. I was very disappointed on that. That's one. And my last one I didn't like. I don't know if you've ever seen this one. It's called Waking Up Dead. So it's it's Phil Verone. You ever hear of Phil Verone at all? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, he's right. He's in Saigon Kick and Skid Row and everything. Yep. He did a documentary about himself, about basically this sort of, you know, guy. I guess at that time he was probably in his 40s, you know, early 40s or forty. Uh, he was still on the road. I think he, he think he filmed it when he was on the road with Skid Row, and it was just sort of about this guy, this you know guy still mm. doing blow, still you know banging hookers or banging you know groupies or whatever, you know, just a, a, a older musician, kind of washed up kind of guy, and just you know, I, I he was trying to sort of showcase that hey, he was fucked up on coke and whatever. And it, it was just bad, dude. It was, it was, yeah, it was I didn't a see lame that. movie. I haven't seen that. He wasn't. Well, my thing is, like, dude, no one. I mean, you you weren't a big musician, man. Like, you, you, so you never not that interesting. No, never. I mean, you're the drummer for Saigon Kick. And, okay, yeah, another one hit wonder type of band. Not even really a huge hit. Not even. Yeah, just an MTV kind of band. And you know, Skid Row when they were past their prime, and you know when Sebastian Bach was gone. So my thing is like. It, it, yeah, just bad. Once again, don't watch it. Phil Verone, sorry, dude. You know, we, should, just, we uh, should get Phil Verone you know. and Jason Beeler on. <laughs> yeah, right. I know. Well, they, had that, they had that band together, right? Those two. I know. He still you know, does stuff, but then he became. I another another scrapping over Saigon Kick. Yeah. Yeah, he, mm-hmm. he became a porn guy. So I think he was doing this to sort of help boost his Hollywood career because then he started doing certain. You know, he's like a DJ or VJ guy, and he just he just hung around the Hollywood in mm. the like the early two thousands. Where I think I was telling that story when I saw Stephen Piercy, and it was like these people just hanging on for dear life in the eighties. It was a now, of course, it's fine, but at that point, it was bad. I think he was just trying yeah. to maybe stay relevant and did a documentary on himself. It was terrible, anyway. So, mm. waking Awful. up dead. Don't watch it. <laughs> Don't watch it. Anyway, yeah. So. Yeah. So those that's my uh, my best and worst of docs, and like I said, a ton of more 
great docs I could talk about, but we don't have. A oh, we could. You could have a whole yeah. segment on this, and and just even if you type Powers, in top exactly. worst, top top best, or whatever, it's going to go on forever. Well, but I can't but my, forget Band vs. Brand too. I love that documentary. Our boy Bob Nelbandian. It's it's uh, my favorite one he's done. Down. Yeah, yes. all 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 his LA trash scene, all that stuff, the metal scene. Loved them all, saw them all, but the uh, ba- uh, brand versus band is uh, his best work, hundred percent. That's a great documentary. Absolutely. That was a great one. So shout out, out to my so. friend and our friend Bob. But just before you go, Matt, just a couple, yeah. a couple, two things I'm going to finish okay. on. Yeah. Um, new releases, just a few things that hit my um, kind of um, you know phone. Sure. Not even, not even purchasing release, not even purchasing. It's what hit my phone this week is new art of agony uh, of anarchy. I should say, it's art good. of uh, good anarchy. Stuff. It is good. Yeah, with. Um, uh, Jeff Scott Soto and of course Bumblefoot, Bumblefoot. came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, new aboard a track dropped today, which is very similar to the first one. Uh, new mm-hmm. Dayside track. Did you hear the new Dayside? Holy shit! No, God damn, yeah. that's good. Yeah, you got to check nice. that out. Okay. New Pearl Jam song. It is really, really good. The Pearl Jam are hit and miss. I get it, right? They, but mm-hmm. their new song is kind of U two esque, but heavier. Uh-huh. Really worth. Yeah, it's called uh, Dark Something or other. I can't even remember. Um, but it's really good. New Pearl Jam track out. End Machine um, dropped a new track today. Obviously with uh, Girish uh, Pradhan, the Indian singer from Girish in the Chronicles. Highly mm-hmm. recommend him. I want to talk about him. Black Crow song came out. And the new Blaze Bailey track came out. So that's what's hitting my my wow. decks this week. And uh, so a lot of stuff. And one thing I just want to give a shout out to you. I'm going to work on this, Matt. Rock Candy Magazine, right? I don't know if you're aware of this, right? So you can see Ace on the cover. I, I am. Uh, Bob, I know. Yeah. You know, I, I, I was. I came preview them really through Bob's and Skull. Yeah. I don't have a Calibre. screen screen, so yeah. f- forgive all the uh, the kind of sure. the, yeah. the <laughs> imaging here with, with Ace on the front of it. But Rock Rock Candy Magazine is an incredible publication from the UK. I subscribe mm-hmm. to this. I mean, even on the cover, they got Ace and they're talking with Judas Priest, Madam X. Remember them? Uh, yeah, Love yeah. Hate. They're prong. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tom Worman, Dami Yankees, Foghat, Magnum, and Megadeth. So they they're all over the place, but it's a right. great magazine. And they're all they're actually the ex Kerrang editors and journalists, and they just came together. Yes. So I think I've got a shot at hopefully I'm you know pro- manifesting greatness here, trying to get some of these guys on to talk about the magazine because it's the origins of Kerrang magazine that they're just bringing into modern day. So rock candy. Check it out. It's a phenomenal magazine. It only comes out every two months, so it's not like a regular publication, but great magazine. Highly recommend it. So that's uh, I'll I'll finish my segment with that. Awesome. Yes. Well, I want to uh, one album. I wanted people to go and check out. It just came out today. Uh, it, uh, the band The Obsessed. Mm. Like I said, uh, Wino, I did not know Scott, that. Wino okay. Weinrich, uh classic. You know, uh, doom band from I mean from way back and. Their last album uh, that came out a handful of years ago was was their best record, but this one is just right up there too. It's, it's really I'm going to download that right now. Yeah, As a, live on air, I'm going to put I'm going to download it on my phone right now. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, you mm. you won't be disappointed. And uh, Gilded Sorrows, the name of the, the album. And you know, you brought up just a name when you were talking about Rock Candy Magazine. It's a book I'm currently reading uh, that's been out for a couple months now. Mm. Turn it up, my time making hit records in the glory days. Tom Worman. Mm, that's okay. right. I heard a great interview on Trunk with him recently, actually talking about his career. Yeah. yeah. So Tom Worman, and obviously, yeah, I'm, I'm great zooming. interview with Chris Aiken presents too. They interviewed him as well. Uh, so uh, they did. That's right. Yeah, they did. So yeah, a guy who's produced guy, you know, Motley Crue, Poison, Twisted Sister, Ted Nugent, Cheap Trick. That's right. You know, you name it. This guy was the studio guy. He just seems like a really uh, down to earth kind of guy too. I, I I I like the way he he's writing the book. And I said I'm not done with it yet, but. It, 
Um, it's definitely one of those. That's one thing we're going to start doing too. We're, Did he talk about Ted Nugent yet? Because I know that him, him and Ted work a little bit, a little bit. Because okay. obviously they're both very on the the, the different uh, way. Oh, like politically, politically well, they yeah. For each other, once again, they do. Back then, that shit didn't matter. You could be no, no one give a shit. Respect that no one cared. You know, that's the sad part about these days. It's like people don't. Once you even hear talk someone about hears they're on someone on the other side of what they believe in, they don't want to talk to them. Or yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. But yeah, my, so my, 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 my measure of a person is, are you an asshole or not? That's all I need that's to know. It. I don't, that's the rest all. of it doesn't matter. It's just superfluous. I don't give a shit don't after care that. About are you an asshole? Or yes or no, we're done. Exactly. That's all I need to know. If you're that's an asshole, for, walk. So and that's why we're partners because we, uh, we both yes, think that way and we're both, uh, we don't think each other are assholes. So that's why we're good. No, uh, no. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Tom. So great. Another, look at this. An hour and a half. It's like an hour and a half we hit every time and it's not planned. It's just kind of booming. And no, to be no, we've got other so, topics yeah. here that I know we didn't get to. So we yeah. keep, uh, you know, whatever keep other stuff going on there. For the following week. Yeah. That's it. So yeah, everybody. Thanks so much. Everybody tuning and listening uh, again. Aftershockstv.com. Also, Seismic-sounds.com. Check that out. we got a radio station for that. It's a blog. It's got news on there as well. Uh, you can could, you could see all the podcasts I put up there as well for Aftershocks. I'm even going to start putting up the old Skull Sessions on there as well. Mm. So it's, it's www.seismic-sounds.com. Uh, check it out. Like I said, I'm really – and I'll start uh, you know pushing out there. Like I said, I'm going to re-put up the old Skull Sessions and even some of the T-Radio Vs. As we always Sweet. will remember and celebrate our, our uh, long, you know, lost uh, brother in metal and just brother in general, Bob Nalbandian. So mm. please go ahead and check out that website as well. And of course, CMS Network, of course, CMSPN.com or the CMSNetwork.com. Check out all the other great shows that are on the network, including Chris, yeah, Chris Aiken Presents, uh, Classic Metal Show. You got uh, Good Company with Scott Bowling. You got Live and Loud with the Lord, Lord Nelson, the ex. Uh, vocals for Stuck Mojo. So we got a lot, and, and uh, today's Boondoggle as well is a great podcast. Mm-hmm. So yep. go ahead and check out all the uh, podcasts on the network as well. And like I said, thanks everyone for tuning in, and we will see everybody next week. Take care.
Stand up straight